Hello and welcome to the Zwift SBS podcast. Zwift is the app that connects you to cyclists all over the world and makes indoor training fun. There are structured workouts, training plans that are really easy to follow, online group rides, and why not try a few races? You can also organize a meetup with a bunch of friends. You might just have to make your own coffee at the end. With Zwift, you can even listen to this podcast while you ride around the Champs-Élysées. All you need is a bike, trainer, and the Zwift app. Get a free seven-day trial, no strings attached, at Zwift.com. Ride on. Bonjour, bonjour, bonjour. Welcome to the Zwift Cycling Central podcast. Before we start, let me remind you that you can download, stream or subscribe to this podcast on our website, sbs.com.au slash cyclingcentral. And we can also log a ride with our friends at Zwift. Joining me, it's Dave McKenzie. Dave, how are you? I'm pretty good, but um, what happened to your garage of the possums taken over? <laughs> and that's why we had to move. I had a slight issue with my bills, so we decided to take <laughs> okay. over the kitchen. So the landlord's moved in and kicked you out. Absolutely. The furniture's on the street. No, joke aside. So here we are, here we are in the SBS <laughs> studios. We've taken over actually the whole lounge kitchen area. It's much comfortable, much more comfortable. Well, it's yeah? much more comfortable for us. I'm not sure about everyone else in the building, but we can speak up. They've, got, they've, got to, they've got to put up with us for Absolutely. half an hour. Absolutely. Here we are. Uh, now, reason why we are here is because tomorrow SBS, uh, SBS uh, Radio is running an appeal called uh, India. We are with you. Uh, it's going to be live from 4 p.m. Uh, to 10 p.m. It's a big deal for SBS to, to do such a, a radio ton. Uh, is to help, uh, of course, to all the people in India yeah. that are struggling with uh, with COVID and they are raising funds. Uh, you have more information on screen. I believe they already raised more than six thousand dollars and the appeal hasn't even started. started yes and it'll be on the big screen at fed square absolutely well, big screen at fantastic. fed square and yeah. it's i think i believe it's on eight different uh facebook pages uh the main ones are sbs hindi and sbs uh, punjabi uh check out those websites for more information uh it's a really good thing uh, that is happening tomorrow from 4 p.m uh melbourne time by the way yeah. um what a stage we had yesterday you know we, we mentioned with uh, matt white yesterday this is yeah. going to be a decisive stage i mean we haven't sorted out the whole now GC. i understand why you put the star wars thing hey, under that had to be. <laughs> yesterday. if you didn't watch yesterday's nice touch and actually it's good, true it, it delivered it good delivered. on whitey because whitey did his own story on instagram check him out yeah. and he's put his own music he shows another uh, star <laughs> wars music <laughs> he's, uh, he's got he's got some questionable yeah. <laughs> music taste in that wine, I must say. I mean, really got to check out his Instagram. Like, he's, he's still living in the 80s. And, yeah, uh, yeah. But anyway. And you're, right. and you're not? Uh, I know. On. I don't mind. I just don't post it publicly. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Uh, thanks of us. Uh, thanks for all of you uh, joining us. Like I was saying, uh, incredible stage yeah and we it. knew we knew from the beginning it was going to be a cracker tell us uh what you think what you thought of that stage uh but you first time i think another first time you already are we're not on the commentary a couple of times but uh, you watched it from the comfort of your lounge we saw oh, this on the, the oh, couch bulletin yes uh, uh, how did you enjoy that well i enjoyed the red that i had uh, yeah. while i watched it that, uh um, la, la, la. Spanish, right? I know. I Spanish, know. right? Someone, Spanish. someone on the couch, Peloton, well done, pulled me up and said, "What are you drinking?" I couldn't lie. Yeah. But no, look, it was good. It was thirty-five kilometers of gravel. What Matt White said, it will be one of the most decisive stages of the tour. If it was in the third week, I think it would have even been more decisive, yeah. purely because there's tired legs. We saw a few tired bodies yesterday. GC got turned on its head, but one guy still stood at the top. Absolutely, Egan Bernal. He was yeah. again brilliant, and his team were super. 
Let's talk about the winner, Mauro yeah. Schmid uh, from Switzerland, uh, Team yeah. Kubeka. He's, he's another newbie. Yeah, That's 21. Yeah. Uh, I don't think anyone would have picked him in any tipping competition that you guys are running or we are running. Anyone, no one did. Uh, like Whitey said, anyone that picked the winner on that stage would have had double points. Yes. Sadly, no, <laughs> nobody right. did. No one uh, it. But what do you make of uh, Mauro Schmidt? Oh, well, look, there's, there's a couple of things around it. One is, as you said, Neo Pro, 21 years of age. Two, riding for Quebec Assos. They're desperate for some wins, I think, just because... Look, they almost didn't go ahead this yeah. year, remember? Mm -hmm. At the end of last year, they were looking for new sponsors. They were trying to get it across the line. I don't think they've got the biggest budget. So these victories are almost worth double that of a De Kernick Quick Step yeah. or even a bike exchange, for example. You know, they've got some solid backing. They want to win as well, but for these guys, they needed it. So I'm happy for them. Yeah, and this is why we are going to shine a bit of a spotlight on on, on this team with a few interviews. Uh, and the first one is, of course, the winner of the stage yesterday. Mm -hmm. And what a winner it was, Mauro Schmidt. Mauro, congratulations. You are a neo-professional. You have won not only a stage of the Giro, but a very big stage of the Giro. Do you realize it? Uh, actually, I can't believe it because... Uh... Like, I only came into the Giro team uh, about two weeks before it started. Um, yeah, my preparation was quite good, but uh, I was never, uh, at the beginning of the season, I was never thinking about doing a Grand Tour. And uh, to be honest, in the last 10 days, I suffered so much. I was, uh, I nearly couldn't follow sometimes. But uh, today I, uh, I knew I want to go into the break because I love, uh, I love Strade Bianche, I love the, the gravel roads and uh, I tried and yeah, when I was in the, in the break I felt I had great legs today, I recovered very well uh, yesterday on the rest day and uh, yeah, I went for it and yeah. Take us through the last uh, fight you had with Alessandro Kofi to make the win. Uh, I, I knew he was really strong. Um, he nearly dropped me on the climb, but I knew I just need to stay on his wheel. Um, and uh, I didn't think about the guys behind. Uh, I had no idea if they are close, if they are far. I, I knew uh, I tried to... I don't really pull anymore. I wait for the sprint and uh, try my best. Um, yeah, when I saw the finish line, I, I didn't felt my legs anymore. I just went for the for the line. That was uh, Mauro Schmidt, of course. Uh, you almost predicted one thing. You said if there is a big breakaway, it could stay. If there was a big enough gap, I said, "Yeah, you said that." Yeah, I, I, I disclaim. I put a disclaimer in, <laughs> so I wouldn't be wrong. Basically, yeah. I said it needs to be. I think I said over ten minutes. Yeah. And when it got to fourteen, I went, "Okay, they can win the stage." Yeah. But it's true, didn't it? Because they only won by three yeah. in the end, and so we we know we know. But from the other the other stage, it was a few days ago. I was commentating with Maddie Keenan, and, and at one point I said, "Oh, they'll win. Let's yeah. let's they'll win by three. They'll win by two. They got caught." You know, so we knew the peloton would fly home in that last 20 kilometres. That's yeah. exactly what they did. They won comfortably, but there was only three of them that made it I know. in the end from yeah. the break. Absolutely. Uh, Owen here, he loved the gravel section, spectacular part of Italy. Uh, you know Italy uh, quite well yeah. as well. But those footage that we saw where, you know, aerial shot where we saw the whole peloton, the whole breakaway and the whole so-called caravan with all the cars lifting up that amount of dust, that was the footage I was tuning in yesterday for. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah, I mean, look, it goes two ways, doesn't it? Matt White says, 
Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd what, what personally he, like what, to... What does he know? Yeah, well, he, he wouldn't want it. But he, go, he says, I understand. Yeah. Crowds want it. It is good TV. And you know what? When it's a good TV spectacle, more more eyeballs on the screen. Yeah. More, it's talked about more in mainstream media. And this is where the sports, sponsorship this dollars. Is the sports, uh, needs. We need it. We Absolutely. need it. We uh, need crash and bash. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's listen from uh, Giacomo Nizzolo. Nizzolo came that close a couple of times. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's 11 times in his career or something as he finished uh, he's second, second on a stage. Uh, on a stage. But yesterday was pretty happy. You must be delighted with the win today. Super happy, Mauro, he deserved so much. Uh, all the team uh, has worked uh, hard in the last week and uh, today we, we really enjoyed the victory. Yeah, and, and you won a stage in the Giro last year. This year is, is one stage as well. Any more stages to come? Yeah, why not? Uh, now we, we are enjoying this and uh, hopefully uh, others uh, will come. Uh, it's always a good atmosphere. Right? He's, he's you, a gentleman, that guy. Having said this, though, question like this, more stage to come, do you think he would have got, nah, we just go home? No, no. <laughs> we're done mate we're done, we're done. that's what we came he, for he'll, no, he'll go for a couple more yeah. and he, he's still chasing the Chiclamino yeah. jersey he, he's still in that hunt so he will box on uh, for the next 10 days yeah. basically and we said we will uh, show a bit of a spotlight on the, the team Kubica uh, here's the DS from the team Kubica Art Vierhuten or Vierhuten <laughs> tell me oh that's quite a big one <laughs> emotions from today talk us through it yes uh, this is amazing for us uh, so needed so we're so close two times for Giacomo and, and a really big loss for us with uh, Domenico Pozzovivo and so we said okay guys now we're not defend GC, now we are open in, in the race. And actually, for the first race, we are open and we are going for it. It uh, exceeds like this, it's amazing. Yeah, it was. It honestly was amazing and heartwarming because we were building so much expectation in mean, you and I, but everybody else around the SBS office and everyone else on the Catch Peloton, I guess, about that stage. Uh, uh, delivered. Uh, and it delivered. Mm. It delivered through and through. And it was riveting to the point that, you know, we've... We, we're not hiding the fact that we have a little group, a WhatsApp group with all the, the guys that work here on the, on the Giro, and the group was dead quiet yesterday. No one was Everyone, really We're all watching it. Yeah, we're all silent. Everyone yeah. was watching it. I mean, I because... cheese the couch peloton. Yeah. <laughs> I'll always cheese you couch peloton, um, but that was about it. Otherwise, yeah. it was <laughs> focused on the race. I've yeah. noticed you were not replying to my messages, but uh, I thought... Well, I never I, do. So I, I, I took it personally. <laughs> what was <back>? different? Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, talking about the, the stage and the overall uh, classification, this man here is further on this new table. It's quite further. Yeah. Uh, but Egan Bernal, still in pink and way... Ahead, he's the real winner yesterday. Yeah, but, yeah, he hasn't faltered. Yes, yeah, and he oh, may yes. not falter, but he basically he hasn't put a foot wrong since the start of the Giro. His team have been superb. I tell you what, you've got to give Ghana, yeah, and and uh, Moscon, Moscon, yeah, the big raps yesterday. Well, they've they've was, been good from the start. Ghana was incredibly on the on the power. They've been the they've been the big powerhouses yeah. for him for Bernal, and it's funny because it's been really. It hasn't necessarily been on these high mountain stages where they've, you know, where they've had to do it. They've done it on the flatter sort of stages. Yesterday wasn't flat, but it wasn't mountainous. No, either. no, no, no. So it just shows how valuable they've been in a team. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. And, and and we were talking about, you know, they, they lost Sivakov at some point. And I was, I, I asked you that question a few podcasts ago, how significant is this loss from, uh, from Sivakov? But clearly today, you know, we can see that it's not really affecting the they performance won't have a of problem. Bernal. They won't have a problem. Yeah. Uh, look, 
I say that, and who knows what can happen in the high mountains yep. because that's where Sivakov would have been super important. Yeah. But I don't think they'll have a problem. I okay. think uh, Bernal, he keeps going the way he's going. Yeah. It's a question of how much. Let's listen to uh, Egan Bernal. Today was a really hard day, and you know, with Esterato, uh, we expected some some gaps, some big gaps, and actually there were a lot of GC riders that they, that they lost uh, sometimes. So I'm happy to arrive in the front, and uh, we need to, to stay focused for the next days. Tell us, how did you work it out uh, tactically? Because it looked like you let uh, Buchmann go, but you reacted to Vlasov. Yeah, I mean, uh, the the pace was actually really hard when uh, Buchmann went. So I asked uh, to the radio how was him in, in the GC. They tell me that he was more than 140 in the, in the, in the GC. So I, I had some some margin to, to, to play with this and then you know the the the, the EF guys they, they were pulling really hard and when uh, Carty went I just wait a little bit and then I went through him and then you know we work a little bit together and I think uh, yeah we did well we gained some time with some time with the others guys so we should be happy with this day very good job. Thank you. Very good job, uh, indeed, for sure. Uh, you know, we, we talked a lot about the, the radio over the years and the input of, of rest radio the, the guys have in their ears. Uh, but today, well, sorry, yesterday in, in that stage, we clearly saw the effect. He just said that he was not going to necessarily follow Bookman. Mm. But as soon as Vlasov was there, boom, he went there. He went, yeah. But he had this info that maybe Bookman was not necessarily a danger. Yeah, exactly. It, it, it's, it's all you know it's that sort of one percent is just knowing you don't have to jump with every single attack you, you know there were there were at the start of the day there were 10 dangerous men yeah for bernal who were you know an issue for him if they went up the road as the day dwindled down he was able to assess the situation team was able to tell him and don't make an effort every single hill because it can come back and bite you yeah and he showed he waited till the very end and ripped another what 20 30 seconds out of guys and more out of some others yeah pretty uh, pretty pretty good uh, let's listen from uh, the director sportif as well uh, from, uh, yeah, yeah. from uh, from Ineos uh, Matteo Tossato uh, very interesting because is he the party pooper you think he's the party pooper or not or he's the level headed no, guy he's level he's, he's a former pro yeah. and super experienced one and i think he's actually just he's keeping a lead on it yeah. as they say okay. in AFL, <laughs> let's just keep a lead on it for now He's the party pooper. <laughs> Listen to him. And uh, for the performance, the guys, I think, are uh, very super good, uh, very clear, very focused for the start, for the finish, uh, and uh, also is very strong. But uh, is it one stage? One stage, uh, okay. Now ready for tomorrow. And uh, but uh, the first uh, point is uh, very important. The guys is no crash. A great feeling the gravel road. He's happy today, but tomorrow another day. He's happy tomorrow today. Is tomorrow is another day. Party pooper. No, come He's... on, come on, come on. Yeah, no, no, keep no, a lid on it. I'm, I'm with you there. But it shows also, you know, we see the difference between the DS from Kubeka and the DS from Ineos. You can see straight away the level of expectation a team like Ineos has compared to not necessarily the level of expectation Kubeka has. And we see this in their smile. But it's all about stage wins. Yeah. For Kubeka, that, that makes their tour. For Ineos, their tour is made when they hit Milan and Bernal's in the final Magliadolza. Anything else, stage wins, they couldn't care less yeah. about now. So that's, you know, that's the level of expectation. Yeah. David, David Hodge says here, he's saying that he's basically he's taking one step at a time. 
That's, that's what they're doing. Yeah. He can smile. Maybe he was smiting behind the mask and it's he just me. He totally was. They no. were pretty happy. He was yeah. Well, he was punching the fist the other day in the car, to Zato. Yeah, yeah, so he showed a bit of emotion. Okay. Oh, he's bored with yeah. winning. Oh, he's bored with winning. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, someone that was not happy at all yesterday is Remco Evenepoel. Mm. We can talk about Remco. Uh, what did you make of his performance yesterday? Uh, I love the kid. I was a bit worried yesterday when I seeing what I saw yesterday from him. Worried for this Giro, not worried for, for him. But uh, yeah. what, what did you read into this? Uh, he, it was surprising a little bit because we've already put high expectations yeah. on this young guy, haven't we? We can't help it because he's delivered so much as a, as a young pro and prior to that. So we're expecting him to so deliver much, yeah. at the biggest stage. So in some ways, when you put that in context, he didn't have a terrible day. Yes, he lost two minutes to Bernal, but he uh -huh. didn't have a disgraceful day. He's still top 10. Yeah. He's still seventh overall. So he's in a good position. He just had a bad day, but it was interesting that it came off the back of the rest day. Yeah. So but you would have thought is, maybe yeah. he had recovered. But and maybe... actually, let, let's talk about this because when you when we look at uh, the, the career of Remco Evenepoel, yeah. he's never had a rest day in, in a Grand Tour because he's never had a he's Grand Tour. He's never ridden one. Uh, so he doesn't know what it is. You would assume his team knows what it is but that proves one thing everybody reacts differently on what you do on the rest day do you think the rest day had an impact on him or is it just we'll never know too long 11 we'll days? never know look maybe he was cooked when they got to the rest day well, that, and that, they didn't realize and he didn't realize you don't you don't know it's it's you know you can you can analyze it to the mm -hmm. umpteenth degree but uh, sometimes science yeah. can only tell you so much. I'm just bringing up here on screen uh, and I'm removing the, the banner. Uh, th these are the comments that uh, Remco made on their yeah. official website. So it comes from the tweet, uh, sorry, from a Duke and a Quick Step. And then uh, when you click, there's a whole article. And on the article, this is what you can read. So yeah. summarize it well. But basically, he lost two minutes. The legs he, were not there. The uh, legs were empty. He said, but he yeah. says the body didn't react uh, really well after 11 days of racing. Mm. Uh, and especially that time without racing. So... There's a bit of admission that probably there was pure fatigue. There was no mistake. It's yeah. just pure fatigue. How do you rebound from this? Because he just gave away a lot of information to the other guys in the GC here. Yeah, he did. Or not. But he, he, no, because they've seen it firsthand. He was in trouble. And, and now they won't be too stressed about him mm -hmm. moving forward yet. And look, it'll go one of two ways, I think, for Evanapol. He'll either have a mini or massive capitulation and lose 20 minutes. Yep. And I don't mean in one day, it could happen in one day, but he could lose that much time now over the, the rest of the, the the Giro, or he'll actually bounce back and fight and he'll fight for a podium spot. So I think we've just got to watch this space with him. Yep. Uh, the, the big days are still to come. Uh, one of them's just around the corner, <laughs> as in tonight. As in, as in tonight. It's not a super mountain <laughs> stage and we'll talk about it in a yeah. minute, but yeah, We've just got to watch this space. Absolutely. Other uh, losers yesterday on the stage, Dan Martin, yep. we have to say. Ciccone. Ciccone. Yeah. Uh, Soler. Yeah, Soler too. He wasn't high, high, but he he, he took a big blow yesterday. Yeah. And Raman Bardet. No, no Raman Bardet is hiding. Mate, he lost. <laughs> Mate, I'm looking at, what no. are you talking about? He, no, he's, lo he's lost. Actually, he's not even on the first page. <laughs> Hang on, he's off the sheets. <laughs> no, he lost on. You know what I checked? You know what I checked? He actually finished with Remco Evenepoel. He finished yes. with Remco yeah, they the caught him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So two minutes. Yeah. You know what I checked though last night? I was I was curious because we've talked about it. 2016, when Nibali yeah. won the Giro, at the end of stage 18, he was four minutes and 15 seconds 
or four minutes 45 off the pace. Yeah. And he won the Giro. He's not going to win the Giro this year. I don't no, think so. No, no, no. So I'm not saying Nibali will win, but I'm just saying, we just can't... remember that, people, that Vincenzo Nibali was 4.45 behind at the end of stage 18 and went on to win the race. Bernal is looking the goods. Yeah, He has one bad day high in the Dolomites or the Alps. That's it. Race so, over. So are you, still, are you still saying Nibali will win a stage at this job? Do you oh, Nibali. He... Oh, he could maybe win a stage. Nibali, he was okay yesterday. He was yeah. there till right near the end. Sure. I thought he was going to hang in. He, he blew up a little bit. He lost a little bit of time. I can't see exactly where he was. But he, he look, he, he did okay. Nibbly won't win the Giro. Yeah. But someone else might. Someone else might. Yates was pretty good. Well, let's talk about Yates Simon Yates. Let's yeah. talk about Simon Yates because we had the chance to have a Matt White again yesterday in, in the program. And he told us about how much prep went into that yeah. stage yesterday. And honestly... That shown, I think that shown how they tackle uh, all all the, the the dusty sectors and yep. and all the mud and and so on. And but you could see they were in control at that moment, don't you think? Yeah, and that, well, like, look, they used all their men to to get him there. He, they knew he what had they were to doing. do. Yeah, yeah, they knew exactly yeah. what they were doing, and they probably had as much or more prep than any other team yeah. for yesterday. Sure, he lost about thirty seconds in the end to Bernal. No one could go with Bernal when he went. Bookman yeah. was already out there, remember? Mm -hmm. So no one actually went with Bernal. So Yates was, he was in that group, effectively the best of the rest. Yep. Yeah. Let's listen to uh, Simon Yates straight after the stage. Uh, it's not my favorite terrain. I don't have any experience of uh, riding off road other than uh, Strada earlier in the year, which I think was very valuable uh, in doing just for experience. And that helped me a lot today, as well as uh, doing the recon before, before the race. Um, and yeah, just happy to get through really. Yeah, it was a good day. I think I think looking at the the situation with uh, the GC there, um, I think it, it, it was it was a good day. I mean, uh, moved up to fifth overall, I believe now. Um, so onwards and upwards. Onwards and upwards. There's a good question here from uh, Pam uh, Pam Lister that says, "What is your opinion, Maka, on uh, Yates riding right at the back?" Uh, he, was that smart or not? Well, he, he did it a little bit yesterday. He wasn't at the back of the peloton. He was at the back when that group shrunk. Yes, still not ideal, Pam, but previously he'd sit on the back of a peloton of 150 riders yep. and you'd be saying, this is crazy if it splits or this or that. So this year he's been a lot better. And Cam Meyer, as we'd said in that first week, was really protecting him and keeping him near the front. So look, yes, he was at the back yesterday, but he was at the back of a group of 30 riders, 40 riders. I still would have liked to have seen him a bit further yeah. up, but I think what he did, he kept out of trouble. You know, if you're in the middle on the gravel, there's dust and crap flying everywhere. Yeah. At the back, you've got, you, you see the, the line that they're taking into some of those corners on the downhills, on the uphills, you can sort of get your gear selection. I thought it was okay yesterday, the way he rode. And look, he was there in the end. Um, so, you know, and I think moving forward on as we go back to, what we call standard stages on on uh, bitumen, he won't be sitting on the back of the bunch. He'll be riding more towards the front. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, very little, if not few mechanicals yesterday. I was expecting. Well, we didn't a lot see more. them. We didn't oh, we see didn't too see many. Them? Well, we didn't hear about too many, did we? Yeah. I mean, Matt White said that probably most teams ride fatter tyres, heavier tyres, not as fast as the standard ones. So they all took those precautions of being a little bit slower. Yeah, maybe, but but knowing that they hopefully wouldn't have a flat tyre. And look, the road condition was pretty good. Yeah. 
Then Whitey had said when he checked them out in March, he was horrified. Yeah, but he said the steamroller went yeah. on it just probably the hours before the stage. So yeah. sort of tamed down the whole thing. Uh, yes, we have someone actually that has noticed it before we go uh, and wrap up uh, this stage. Uh, I'm just going to bring it here. Uh, you haven't noticed, but my Giro snacks here. Nice selection. Thank you, Rebecca, for noticing, uh, noticing this. This is a Rebecca, <laughs> Rebecca, it doesn't even deserve a mention. He, he rolls out the cheese for Bridie when she comes on set, three or four different types, and then you bring, what's Supermarket that? snacks. Supermarket <laughs> snacks. Come on, Rebecca. Well, they're all Italian. I mean, really? Like, there's a bit of reflection. Like, no, <laughs> I thought about it. I didn't go for Tim Tams or anything. They're all Italians. Oh, and one of them's been open too. I mean, he's already opened one There's of them. some duct tape on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very well sealed. No, no, they're, they're not bad. You know what? No, no, no you got it wrong. It's, thank, you. it's thank you, you should say. They're not bad. They're not bad. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about the, the stage tonight. Stage yes, 12, because stage 11 was incredible. Uh, stage 12 is a, is a good one as well. Uh, I'm just bringing it on screen right now. Uh, a little bumpy. Yes, it is. There's one, two, three, four categorized climbs. Highest point is about 1,500 meters. But the key point, there's two key points. It's 212 kilometers. Yeah. And guess what? Four and a half thousand meters of climbing. So it is It is a long stage. But if you look at that profile again, most of the climbing comes in the second half. So we're talking four and a half thousand yeah. in 150 But are we talking breakaways here? Are we talking breakaways? I think a break will win the day. It's got to be a serious... Is it, is it me or it feels that there's been a breakaway every day? I know. And they're surviving. They're <laughs> yeah. surviving. Then they Which go is to great. The it's a... we, we sort of want that. It makes yeah. it more exciting, doesn't it? But um, I think a break will win the day. And again, there'll be another GC selection, I think, because that little climb at the end, it's not much, but it does come right near the end. Yeah. So I think that'll split things up. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, pronostic? We know to, the boss is, is watching. For the, for we the know stage win? A... For the... Who do we see? Look, I, don't, I, don't, see? I do not see Bernard losing any time at the moment. Okay. So I see him... Somewhere there? Absolutely defending his jersey. Yeah. And if he sees a moment to catch his rival's get more time he will okay. he'll do it on that last climb if he if he senses a moment because he knows what's coming so if he can put a minute and a half two minutes up his sleeve now okay. while he's feeling good you know it's sort of like foot on the throat mentality i think he will absolutely put the foot on the throat of his rivals and it's funny because you know you and i had enough my uh, conversation where i was saying what has what are he was doing this is not what we used to see with sky and so on and, and yeah. you said you said Mate, you complain when they control the race. You complain when they're attacking. You know, but it's true. It's a new style of racing we've been seeing for for a little while now. But Ineos is not Sky. They're not no. riding. They're not riding the same way. They're, they're no, a no. lot more grunt and fire in how they race. Yeah, races. yeah, yeah. I mean, they have. They yeah. Look, I think they've been like that for a few years. I think it's easy to you know say it's a complete change, but it's not. When when Garen Thomas won the tour, he was launching off the front mm -hmm. to win that race. But just. Maybe oh. they maybe they look more spectacular because they're Colombians. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we just start. Bernal does look spectacular. <laughs> yeah. he he looks he looks special, doesn't he, on the bike? But this is sorry, this is really digressing. But one that, just looking at the GC, you got Bernal, Vlasov, Damiano Caruso. Yeah, have we mentioned him yet? No, we haven't. He's in third place <laughs> overall for Bahrain victorious. Yeah. Third place overall, one twelve off the lead, an Italian in his home tour, and we haven't mentioned eleven him. days in. Yeah. So we'll talk about him tomorrow. Yeah, so I just put that up in the brain. Basically, that that means Christoph, do your research. Is that what it means? <laughs> no, no, it's not at all. But it, it is it is incredible, isn't it? And then you got Hugh Carthy, Yates, and Bookman. He was 
good overnight. Yeah. He, I thought he was really good. So, look, there's a lot to play out. Yeah. Um, over the next few days. Remco, there's a comment here, but uh, Remco, we just don't know what Remco could do tonight. No. Will he come out with the knife between the teeth and start fighting? I, I think he'll he'll look to follow tonight. Yeah, I think, unless he's got ridiculously super legs, I think don't expect too much from Remco tonight. I think at best, he will follow and go and stay with the leaders. Okay. Because I think they'll say, right, you're running a little bit on empty. Let's try and refuel the tank, yeah. follow, sit in the wheels, They'll try, they'll try and nurture him through these next couple of days. I okay. think. Um, yeah. So broadcast is on uh, tonight uh, at uh, 20 past nine on SBS Viceland, but you can catch all the action from quarter past seven on SBS On Demand. Uh, so I think, I believe it's uh, Bridie, uh, Bridie O'Donnell and uh, Matthew Keenan tonight. Yes, it is again. Uh, and from 20 past nine on SBS. Uh, any other news, Micah? Uh, I just want to mention yep. someone that we spoke to uh, a little while ago, Jay Vine. Jay oh, Vine. Yes. Uh, he was not riding. He's not riding at a Giro. He was no. uh, riding uh, uh, in Spain. He's, he's had what they call a, a Barry Crocker. Well, he had a shocker. <laughs> <laughs> had a shocker. Tell, tell us exactly what happened. This is from Instagram, uh, but this summarizes quite well what happened. Well, he, well, he had a crash, and then it, well, you can sort of he's taken loads of skin off, crashed on the descent, and then my eyes aren't that good. I can't read that up close. But he he's also he he had an allergic reaction. Yeah. So his face and chest, you can see there his chest, that upper chest there, all red rash. So he's looks like he's down for the count. He's, he's not having a good time. <laughs> no. So, Jay, if, you, if you're watching, mate, yeah, he he'll, he'll fast and uh, we know you'll be back. And uh, he's a pretty positive yeah, absolutely. guy. He'll, he'll readjust his goals. And uh, he was he was pumped to get back into a block of racing too. Yeah. So that's a shame. And Jevine, of course, we, we spoke to him uh, because he was uh, uh, selected from the Swift Academy. Remember? Yeah. And he made it into uh, Mathieu van der Poel. Steam, uh, yes. if we can call it this way. Uh, also, uh, good news today: we have our team uh, for the Olympics. Yes, uh, we know we know exactly who's coming. Oh, we do. Uh, there's Prati, of course. We do. Uh, and then we've got uh, uh, Jeff Cromwell. Yeah. We've got Grace Brown and Sarah Gigante. No surprises for me in the women's. Uh, okay, Tiff, can, can I Tiff mention? has sort of wound yeah. back the clock a bit in terms of her yeah. form. I think she's been True. racing True. some of her best, yeah. her best racing she's done in years. So, so it's good pleased to see, to see Sarah Gigante. Yes, being selected. Uh, I'm excited you, by that. If you don't follow her on Instagram, go and do it. Uh, Have a look her. at her Insta. She's got an amazing latest. post. Yeah, because yeah. she's thankful that she posts a, a series of photos of her as a child, mm. which is not that long time ago. No, no. <laughs> photos are in yeah. color. Yeah. You know, the photos are yeah, not yeah, black yeah, and white. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and she's got some sort of a normal haircut, not yeah, like you yeah. and I had when yeah. we were kids. Uh, but check her out on Instagram. It's beautiful to see. Uh, from the from the minds from uh, the men, we got Rowan Dennis. Cam Meyer, Richie Port, of course, and Jack Haig. It's a pretty solid team. The men's one was a tough one, yeah. I think, to select. And I, there could have been – you could have picked a few others. Um, Michael Matthews' admission, probably – I think he said to us or said to me in an interview, he said, probably too hard for me. Yeah. So I think that's probably the only reason Matthews wasn't selected. Probably a little bit lumpy. And you look at the guys that they've selected. Yeah. It's lumpy cool. And the same with the women, in fact. And you know what? What we've learned yesterday, if you wind back and watch the podcast yesterday, uh, the Tour de France – they are big expectation on Michael Matthews. That's what Matthew, Matthew yes. said. Yeah. He said basically they are building a team half around some surprise climbers. Uh, yeah, he said that. Well, I'm surprised on the word the surprise. He said it. Well, look, the, <laughs> way, the way he said it yesterday was uh, as if, gonna... 
they, they're going to sign some guy. Exactly. Is exactly. that what you thought? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like a surprise climber. I'm looking at your roster, Matt, and thinking, mm. what's the surprise coming here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can pick up the yeah, climbers well, in there. Space. But yeah. also the other half is for uh, Michael Matthews. Yeah. Uh, so remember, tonight, uh, the stage, once again, 20 past nine on SBS Viceland, quarter past seven on SBS On Demand. So, so again tomorrow? Uh, yes, on? we are. Yes. You're sticking with us until the end until of uh, the Giro. Okay. You have to. Uh, but it's really coming from the heart. We are enjoying so much being with you. Thank you. Yes, thank you very much. Thank that you. That was for you, this message. Yeah. But... <laughs> oh, thank you. No worries. Just upgrade the stacks and I'll, and I'll thank you back. <laughs> this was the uh, Zwift Cycling Central uh, podcast. Before we go, let me remind you that you can uh, download, stream, or subscribe to this podcast on our website, sbs.com.au slash cycling central. And you can log a ride with our friends at Zwift. Until next time, tomorrow, live, 4 p.m. It's bye for now. Before we go, a quick word from our sponsor, Zwift. When it comes to sport, I always tell my kids, rule number one, have fun. On Zwift, fun is fast. Tour de France winner, Geraint Thomas uses it. So too does Mathieu van der Poel. And Australia's Neve Bradbury Zwifted her way to a world tour contract. One of my favorite things on Zwift is seeing the flags of people from all around the globe that I get the chance to ride with. I love the structured workouts, doing meetup rides with friends, and when I'm feeling strong, doing a few races. They definitely hurt, but they are fun. It's easy to get started. All you need is a bike, trainer, and the Zwift app. Visit Zwift.com, and hopefully I'll see you on there soon. Ride on.